Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, creative people, and welcome back to episode 57 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where each and every week we have an interesting conversation with one of the best creators on the internet. I have a conversation with YouTubers each and every Wednesday, uh, so if you haven't already, go on over to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, wherever you consume your audio content, hit that subscribe button so you get notified each and every time we release a conversation here on the show. I would like to let everyone know that I did a piece over on the TubeBuddy Express podcast uh, all about YouTube TV. So if you want to know my opinions uh, of what YouTube is, or not YouTube, I'm sorry, what YouTube TV is and what it means for us as smaller creators, if that's something you're interested in, go on over. If you don't know, I do another podcast about YouTube. Uh, It's more of a topic-based show called TubeBuddy Express, and you can check out the episode I did there over on YouTube TV. Now, I would like to let you guys know, speaking of TubeBuddy, that this show, as always, is brought to you by the fine folks over at TubeBuddy, T-U-B-E-B-U-D-D-Y. TubeBuddy is a tool that can help you take your YouTube content to the next level. This week, I was tinkering around with some stuff, and I was trying out some uh, testing two different thumbnails on one video. Uh, And TubeBuddy makes that so easy with their A and B testing features. That's just one of many features, guys, uh, with bulk editing and bulk adding uh, content with your descriptions and your titles. It's just a super tool. So if you haven't already, check the link in the description or show notes of this episode It's free to start, and you can pay for an upgrade if you want some of the the more pro-grade features. But guys, I promise you, you will not regret it. I get emails on a weekly basis, seriously, saying, Dusty, thank you so much for the podcast. But most of all, thank you so much for introducing me to TubeBuddy. So if you haven't already, definitely check that tool out. It's one that I cannot live without. So guys, I'm so excited about the future of this show, where we're going, the future of YouTube. Uh, People, a lot of people are in a doom and gloom mode right now about YouTube. Uh, They're, you know, coming out with YouTube. TV, uh, their ad revenue may be down. Guys, keep your head up and keep pressing record. YouTube is such so much more of a, of a tool than just for ad revenue. Guys, there's so much more with YouTube. And speaking of so much more, I cannot wait for you guys to hear the conversation I had this week. So let's go ahead without any further ado and jump into this week's conversation. All right, guys, welcome to this week's interview. I am excited today to be joined by Joey Ahern. He makes dog-centric videos on his YouTube channel, uh, mainly uh, comedic, uh, very, very funny videos, um, a husky dog and all of the thumbnails. I love what you're doing on the interwebs. Joey, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing absolutely fantastic. So a little bit more about Joey. Uh, again, what's the, the official name of your channel? It's just Joey Ahern, right? Yeah, it's just my name. Uh, yeah, Joey Ahern. <laughs> yeah, you've done a great job branding your channel. Your channel banner looks amazing. It's got a, a good picture of you and the dog. It lets people know when you're going to release videos. You're doing a great job branding. Uh, you've got around 160-some-odd thousand subscribers. Not too shabby there either. So maybe if you would, Joey, let our audience know a little bit bit more about you and how you got started on YouTube. Yeah, awesome. Um, I actually started on Vine um, about, I'd say about three years ago. Um, I built a pretty substantial following on there up to around 600,000 600, followers. And then uh, nice. I also had my dog's channel. I had like 300,000 followers. Um, 
until its eventual downfall and uh, taken off the App Store, which was pretty unfortunate because um, that was all just kind of just went poof. It was just taken away from me just like that, something that I built built uh, for like three years. Um, so, yeah, that's ha- kind of how I, I got started. And then I transitioned into, into YouTube and just posting some vines on there here and there. But I really started taking it seriously um, about four months ago, started posting more consistent. And uh, that's really what YouTube is all about, just staying consistent. And actually, just social media in general is just the consistency factors, kind of like jab, jab, punches from uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's book that I read a while ago. And, uh, you know, just staying consistent is really uh, how I started growing my channel recently, actually. So, yeah. Yeah, I love I love that book. It's a great book for anybody, any entrepreneur out there. Anything Gary V does is uh, I really enjoy his content. So let's talk about I've never really had anyone or I haven't even really talked about the downfall of Vine. Uh, if you don't know what Vine is, just Google it. Uh, basically, it's uh, six six seconds of, of video, very short form video, uh, you know, different uh, than YouTube. And, and they had a huge following in the beginning. And as Joey said, you know, he built up a huge following uh, and then they just removed it. They, they shut down basically is what happened so what's the difference joey what's the major difference in say being a part of like vine and other than obviously the length of the videos you can upload but what have you found to be the biggest differences between like the vine community as opposed to the youtube community oh man i could talk about vine for i could probably take up the whole 30 minutes talking about vine and the eventual downfall but um you know obviously youtube is is uh a much bigger platform and uh, I should have been actually posting on YouTube to start with, but um, it was much easier to for someone to find your videos on Vine because um, it, it was an app. And when it started out, uh, it was much easier for someone to see, you know, get discovered um, when you jump on an app initially. Um, so, yeah, I mean, oh, gosh, Vine... <laughs> The, the struggle with Vine was that they just couldn't find a way to monetize the app and make money from it. So they were just constantly losing money. And, uh, you know, t- Twitter took over, uh, I think, like three or four years ago. And, uh, you know, they, ju- they just really struggled monetizing the app and a, a lot happened. Um, but YouTube has been awesome to me. They've actually sent me uh, to New York and then I did a class there, the YouTube Next Up, which was awesome. Uh, they gave me a grant for production equipment, which was also totally amazing that they would do that for me. Um, I didn't really get much from Vine, to be honest. So maybe, maybe Joey, speak a little bit about that. The monetization issues, which was obviously, in the end, what was the major downfall of, of Vine and why they couldn't stay uh, you know, afloat, obviously, but... With you having the amount of followers that you had on on two separate uh, accounts and channels on Vine, how were you able as a creator? How were you able to monetize that content at all, if if at all? Um, so most of it actually just came from brand deals. Um, but also, I'm protected by a multi-channel network called Collab. Uh, full name's Collab Creators, and. What they do is when my vines go into compilation channels on YouTube, uh, that is monetized, uh, and they direct that revenue to me. So that's kind of how people made money on Vine was actually through YouTube. (laughs) And then 
and then you know obviously the brand deals that would come in through vine as well but they there's just so many different ways like twitter could have monetized the app and they just couldn't they were just so incredibly slow with the process that i think you know they just sucked out all of the money and everything and and just just died so basically what happened is people uh, for those of you who don't know they would do on youtube they would do vine mashup videos which would be a collaboration of a bunch of different uh vine obviously six second videos put together in one mashup and so what you're saying joey is that you have a network that would go out for you and, and basically search out your content where people were using your content and they would help you get some revenue from that and help you monetize that from your vines. Now, now that vine is closed, are you still able to get the revenue from those mashups like that? Um, yeah, but it's, it's fading, uh, a lot. They actually own their own channel as well, which is like uh, a big deal for me. Um, I think it's called best vines. Uh, they own a bunch of channels, but, uh, they make those compilation videos themselves um, and actually just direct that revenue to us. But yeah, if my Vine shows up in someone else's uh, compilation video and it ends up getting a ton of views, yeah, they'll put a copyright claim on there. And so that's how some of the revenue... I mean, it's not much at all, to be honest, you know. So um, so yeah, and mo- most of the monetization came from brand deals. Nice. Now, transitioning a little bit from the Vine conversation back to YouTube, let's talk about that for a minute. You mentioned previously about two or three minutes ago that you now, uh, within the past four to five months, are starting take are starting to take YouTube a little more seriously. So how has YouTube become a business for you? Now, I've done a little research, a little what I call reconnaissance or a little stalking, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> I see that, that you have some mobile apps that you sell as well. You also have a Patreon page. You obviously are part of the YouTube Partner Program with getting some ad revenue there. So are you looking to take this thing full-time uh, as a business, and, and how are you monetizing your content now? Yeah, absolutely. And I love YouTube as a platform just because the monetization abilities are so incredible. And so what I've been doing is, yeah, I started an app publishing company called Steel Media LLC, and I start like a lot of, a lot of brand deals uh, were coming to me, a lot of, and there were apps. And they're saying, hey, promote my app. And I, I was just thinking, why don't, why are they making me do this? And why don't I just start my own uh, and monetize it myself? And that way I'm actually getting monetization from the video and actually um, having people download apps. And I'm just creating a ton of value there. So, yeah, so I started uh, just making a bunch of indie, small, uh, small indie games on the App Store and publishing them. And I've had no experience whatsoever with this. So um, I learned everything myself. A, a little bit of coding, and uh, I actually use BuildBox. Uh, it's a program where it's just drag and drop. So I basically just buy the code, and then and then I change the graphics. And uh, I most try and make them dog related since that's kind of what my channel is. So I change the graphics to like a husky or or something like that. Now let me just interrupt you for a minute, Joy. I think I think that's extremely interesting. So uh, you know, for for those of people out there maybe looking into getting into this who uh, a lot of times are afraid of jumping into that because they're like, oh man, I don't know if I can design an app. You basically just said that you purchased the code. And I mean, obviously I don't think you're an artist. So with, with that, with that being said, like what's the exact process of, you know, like where are you buying this code? I mean, is it freely out there for people to purchase and, and how are you getting the art and music and audio assets to put into the app? Yeah. So BuildBox uh, is an, 
an amazing uh, platform where you don't really have to know any coding at all. So I actually get, I've actually made my own games from scratch, actually. All I did was pay for the graphics from, I just hire a person on Upwork.com. And then sometimes I'll buy the code off a of Chuppa Mobile. There's a bunch of uh, websites that you can just buy the code from. And then you just have to change the graphics because then you'll get copyrighted. So, so yeah, um, yeah, BuildBox is totally amazing. And, um, yeah, I've actually, all you have to do is render it out. You render the game out and then you do a little bit of like adjusting on Xcode and then actually getting it onto Android as well is pretty easy. So I just kind of looked all of that up and BuildBox uh, has a bunch of tutorials on their YouTube channel as well, actually. So you think, you think Joey, that this is something that any creator who could be looking into maybe getting some apps related to their cha- their channel and their brand, you think really anyone can do it, even if you have no experience with code, if you're just willing to learn? Absolutely. Any, I think anybody can do it. I, I didn't know a single thing about code. I didn't know what Xcode was. I didn't know what Android was. And uh, once I looked into it, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty easy. Games aren't that easy actually just because of the graphics and and everything like that but buildbox buildbox makes it so easy that yeah i would recommend anybody to do it and are you finding that you're able to make a decent amount of money from those apps i mean once you've paid for all of the the assets and and buildbox and all that processing i mean through your youtube channel are you able to generate and push enough traffic there to 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 make a dent um it's still just as small as YouTube, um, YouTube's ad revenue. Um, but I just enjoy doing it as well. Also, I haven't had like a huge game that like hit the top of the app store, which is what obviously, you know, the dream (laughs) is just to get an app to the top of the app store. So I've been trying, I haven't had like a super good game to put out there yet. Uh, still searching and everything, but, um, it's, I would say it's a decent amount. Obviously, get, people get a little upset with the ads that run through apps and everything because it kind of ruins the gameplay. Um, what I do is I do an ad at every other death. So it depends on the game, really, but it depends on how long the character lasts. But, uh, yeah, that's how I try to monetize it. I'd say it's a, it's, it's a lot lower than YouTube uh, in terms of revenue, but uh, it's still a good source uh, of just monetizing. I love it. I love it. I, I love creative ways that people like yourself are able to go. And, and that's why I love doing this podcast because I, I, I've never heard of BuildBox before. And that's something that I would love to get at least look into and kind of see uh, if there was anything that I could do in relation to my channel and my content. So uh, that's amazing. And it's always fun to talk with people about new ways to, to branch out. Now, you know, you're doing this full time, not maybe not full time now, but you're taking it more seriously. So back to the previous question, Joey, what are you doing now differently than you did say five or six months ago now that you are taking this seriously and as i said at the top of the show you do a great job with branding you've got a great uh image and when you look at your youtube video thumbnails uh they all do a very good job of letting people know that yes uh, this is another joey ahern video so what are you doing now differently than you were not doing say four or five months ago going forward now that you're taking it a little more seriously um I was I was just not posting consistently at all and that you just lose engagement like totally when you just don't post you know people want to keep seeing your content 
and everything. And uh, I really struggled to be consistent because I was focusing on so many other things that just didn't matter, like Vine and and just other platforms that weren't like YouTube, I guess. Uh, YouTube's a lot of fun. I love that. No, I just I think that that branding and consistency, as you mentioned at the top, is obviously uh, some of the most important things you can do as a YouTuber. Now, sp- speaking of a, a YouTuber, which is what you and I are, uh, along with many other things, as being an entrepreneur, what is something that you wish, Joey, someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube? Uh, I would just say be consistent. Again, it just comes up so many times. Um yeah, it's, it, and it's just um, there's a lot of other factors that go into it too, with with titles, uh, and your description box, and then your tags. There's just so many things that go into uploading. I mean, just producing it is uh, takes a lot of time within itself, but then actually uploading it takes me more time. It's editing, and then the titles, and then you got to figure out all this stuff. And uh, what I was actually doing was just posting stuff that that I liked doing and, and, uh, I I was diving into special effects and everything, stuff that took like literally 14 or 15 hours of editing that I would do, but then I would just wouldn't get the feedback that I was really looking for. So I kind of just, uh, redirected my content and kind of rebranded and, uh, I stuck with like kind of the YouTube community and, uh, did similar videos um, with the same titles and stuff like that. And with YouTube's algorithm, that kind of worked for me. And so, you know, I stuck with the pranks and the challenges and everything. And that's kind of how I've been building my channel recently is by doing that. And how did the dog centric stuff come to be on your channel? Uh, obviously you must be a, a very big dog person, but how was that something that obviously that goes back to your days on Vine, but what made you decide, Hey, I like doing fun videos, you know, with my dog. Like when did that start and, and why, why was that the case? I actually did stuff with him on Vine, uh, first and that, that kind of just ballooned. Um, and then I would do little things here and there, uh, you know, by myself, do a little comedy sketch or whatever. But um, people just love him. I mean, he's such a good-looking husky, and people are just so interested in huskies for some reason that they just want to see him, and they they want to get information about huskies and should I get one and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's and he has such a ridiculous personality that I just have to have him on there. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely good good in front of a camera. Yeah, he's, it's crazy. Like, you just put him on... I, I say uh, get up on the chair, and he just gets up on the chair, and I give him a treat, and then he just sits there and just has this just blank face on him the whole entire time. It's just so funny because like, other times I he's just it. such a happy dog. So, like, let's talk about the process of you creating a video. What I guess there's two parts to this question. One, what was your experience as far as you know going into Vine, coming into YouTube of video editing and video production? Uh, and then a follow up, I guess you would say part B to that would be what are some tools and stuff that you use to make your content stand out? So, yeah, I really got into the whole production thing. I learned a lot from YouTube going to those classes in LA and New York, and they gave me some production equipment as well instead of just using my phone for Vine. So I got a nice camera and everything and set up. And I've learned everything uh, by myself. I've just Googled everything. I've watched other people's YouTube channels. I I learned uh, Final Cut, uh, which is an awesome platform to edit on. Uh, So that's where I do my editing. And then 
I learned everything on Photoshop for my thumbnails. So I pretty much just are completely, um, I'm just totally self-made here. I love that. YouTube University. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm sorry, what was the second part of that question? Well, the, the other part of that question was about the video production, like as far as did you have any experience going into it or, or were you just kind of, like you said, I, I assume you just learned it all. Yeah, I just learned it all myself. Um, I've got, you know, YouTube has been great with the, giving me the equipment and uh, yeah, I learned everything myself. There's a lot of different uh, mechanisms and everything and settings on the camera that you have to learn about and that's where YouTube came in and taught me all those things. And uh, and now are you going forward looking to the future? Or are you wanting to do this full time as far as like having YouTube as, as one of the big branches in your business? I mean, yeah, I would I would love to have YouTube. Uh, I mean, I actually do do this full time as of now, um, you know, and and then well, I do spend a lot of a lot of time with the apps as well. And then I actually also have a, a Shopify store that I just started uh couple months ago actually uh which has been awesome just uh putting dog related products on there and t-shirts and nice yeah I've, I've actually had some pretty good experience with shopify myself and it's just it's funny that that people always tell me all the time they're like well you know if, if the only way to monetize or, or make a business from youtube is their ad revenue or their ad platform then i, I just don't want to do it because that's only going to, to decrease uh number one i don't think that's the case um you know obviously there's going to be ups and downs with your ad revenue on youtube but i think that's what really enables creators to, to continue to do this full time and if if youtube didn't have that option to to be a, a part of their partner program creators like yourself and myself joey wouldn't have the flexibility to do creative stuff stuff like the apps, like the Shopify store. Uh, there's so many things that that uh, has opened me up to do. Uh, it's given me so much, I guess you would say, to build off of. Uh, and for that, you know, I'm obviously eternal great, eternally grateful for that. Now, if you could give one piece of advice to emerging YouTubers, someone wanting to uh, build a presence with online video, what would that piece of advice be? Uh, obviously, other than consistency, what would that piece of advice be, Joey? Hmm. That's a very good question. Uh, that there's a lot of things that you can do. Um, what I would say is you kind of have to, it's very hard to build a channel on YouTube because it's so incredibly saturated, but I would say you have to, you have to, um, you have to stay kind of with the YouTube community and just upload things that you think will get views at first and then try and build that small community. And then you could kind of branch out and do whatever you want and people will appreciate what you, whatever you make. Um, so I guess that would be, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot more things I could say, I guess, for, in terms of advice. Sure. And, and may, maybe, maybe talk on branding for a few seconds, like with your branding being so good with what you've done with your channel banner and your thumbnails and whatnot, how have you found that to help you push forward in growing your YouTube channel? Um, well, again, uh, I think everything branched out from Vine, uh, me promoting my channel from Vine, um, and everything uh, really allowed me to, you know, boost my YouTube channel actually from that platform. And then Musical.ly is actually a new one, too, uh, that came out. And they actually have a button, uh, a YouTube button that you can just click and it sends you right over to the YouTube channel. I love it. Yeah, there's there's just so many different ways that you can utilize social media, new platforms like Musical.ly to go and, and help build your YouTube channel. Uh, Joey, uh, 
in the closing minutes of this interview, I want to talk about the future for a minute. Like, what's next for your YouTube channel? Like, you know, you're, you're uploading now Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, or a new, yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You're doing a lot of uh, consistent stuff. You're doing some vlogging on the side. You've got the Shopify store. You've got the apps and whatnot. So what's next for you, like, and your YouTube channel? What are you wanting to do moving forward? Oh, man. There's so many things that I want to do. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. Um, you know, I've been – Essentially, I would like the apps to be like my full-time job, kind of. Um, and YouTube is just—I've always just found it like a fun way to just express, um, you know, I guess my life and me and my dog and just having our relationship and everything. It's just fun to just make videos with him. Um, yeah, that in general. Um, for the future, I'm just—I'm just gonna keep uploading. I, you know, it's—it's it's just crazy what's been happening. Uh, you know the the builds in the past few months uh, up to 166,000. So um, yeah, it, it just I'm just gonna keep posting, and uh, I'm not I don't really look far into the future. I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, I just keep posting. <laughs> yeah, that that growth. You know, when you when you reach a certain number on YouTube, that growth is just so fun. You know, obviously the numbers are just numbers, and I tell people this all the time on the show. But you know, it's so fun when when you see just the 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 when you're looking at the graphs within the analytics page on YouTube and you see them going up and to the right. That's always a good sign. It's so much fun. Uh, and then the last question I want to ask you, Joey, is what do you think is next for YouTube? I mean, uh, I just did an episode a couple of weeks ago about YouTube TV. They've announced that, you know, they still have YouTube Red. Uh, they're getting into more premium quality, more mainstream media. What do you think or foresee for the platform that is YouTube? Uh, yeah, I did hear about that YouTube TV coming out. You know, I think YouTube is, you know, obviously the top platform to be for creators and everything. And uh, I think, yeah, they're diving into that realm. And, and you know, the YouTube Red and everything is an awesome uh thing as well and uh yeah i think they're just going to be like the top viewing platform to be on and i think everyone should be on it and that's why tv is kind of fading <laughs> <laughs> i completely agree joey you have been a wonderful guest and your dog's name is steel right steel yeah, the husky steel right the husky. all right guys i want to encourage you to go on over and check out joey's channel it's joey ahern uh again guys doing some amazing stuff on his youtube channel uh such a joy to have you on the show this week joey and i cannot wait for the audience to consume this this podcast and, and hear the value that that you've had to drop and uh i want to wish you continued success can you let our audience know where they can find you on the internet yeah, uh, my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash ahernjoey. It's just my name backwards. Um, yeah, but thank you so much for having me on. Uh, this is actually my first podcast that I've done. I love that. I love when I bring creators on and they're like, you know, this is a new this is a new outlet for me, a new media outlet. I've actually had a bunch of creators start their own podcast because of coming on to this show. So uh, it's so much fun. I'm so glad that you got to come on the show this week. And Joey, we will talk to you later. All right, thanks. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.